I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, Steele here. Happy May the 4th. Fourth, here's a special little bonus episode for you. It is a collab podcast live recorded at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It is The Shelf versus Steel Wars. Now, if you're a listener of Steel Wars, you'd know Justin Hamilton and you would not know Adam Richard, but they're both big Star Wars fans and they do a really funny podcast, one of my favorites, where they just chat sometimes in comic book shops a lot of times in their car and all times unprofessionally so it's a really good podcast you can get that at shelvers.com.au or on itunes and yeah they invited me on one of their live podcasts for the comedy festival and sadly justin was sick so he couldn't be there to talk about punching out of the sarlacc again but he'll be back and he'll talk about that several more times do not worry And so I got to chat with Adam Richard, and he's an awesome guy. He's so funny. I love podcasting with him. And it's about half and half the shelf, and then half Star Wars. So half general chat, some comedy chat, and half Star Wars chat. And I have to give an extra warning. This this episode is particularly not safe for work, okay? So uh, if you're maybe easily offended by a crass reference or two, This is not the episode you're looking for. But uh, we had so much fun. Enjoy your Star Wars day. Happy May the 4th. May the force be with you. Enjoy the show. Hi, how's it going? I'm going to turn this music off because otherwise this thing will get busted by George Lucas or some asshole. Mickey, Mickey Mouse will destroy us. Um, hi, how's it going? I'm Adam Richard. Uh, those of you that have come to see Justin Hamilton, I do apologise. He can't speak! <laughs> He's uh, saving his voice for The Shelf tonight, which will run for about 32 hours. Um, but I do have a very special guest. Can I please welcome to the stage from the Steel Wars podcast and I Love Green Guide Letters, Steel Saunders! Hey, guys. Or Stan Opal Sanderoz, as he's known in Around the Traps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Good afternoon. Hey. Now, now, I don't know if you've ever listened to the Shelf podcast, but they just sort of fade in. Like, okay, yeah, I have. I we'll do. be in the I, middle I of doing something. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I wanted to be like part of like a proper one. <laughs> I should be dr- really if you want noises, you just have a blinker going and me yeah. driving over the rumble strip on the freeway. <laughs> Is this here? Is this the right way to the stage? <laughs> 
Should I just hop up on this step, Justin? <laughs> no, I've never heard the podcast. <laughs> Clearly. What do you, well, I can see you at the back. Just po- Hey, man. How's it going? What's going on? <laughs> oh, my God. It's Lawrence Mooney. I've just spent the last 24 hours trying to save your career. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say some bad things during one of your podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the Mr. Black family, Lawrence. <laughs> the Mr. Black family. <laughs> Cheers, Lawrence. <laughs> He's gone again now. Uh, you know, I did raw comedy with Lawrence Mooney in 1997. Really? I know. Did they have comedy in 97? They did. We used to do it on a stone tablet. Uh, <laughs> and it was just strictly airline food references. Yes. <laughs> That's all we did. Well, of course, you, uh, I was going to say refereed, but judged my first raw comedy. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it was great. <laughs> was I nice? Yeah, you were super nice. Oh, cool. And awesome. this, this is a strange thing. My friend um, Clint, he's um, the, the drummer in Something for Kate, mm. and, and he loves celebrities. Right. Like, he um, he would, like, lick the sweat off Nui Dekoa's forehead. It just Nui is not a, a celebrity. No, but he knows celebrities. Oh, he's yes. Our, he's our gateway to celebrities. Because he's, he does the, the confidential in the Herald Sun. Yeah, and, and I, was so, I was so just... Just not just in my own little world and to mm. know what was going on. And I knew you were someone, but I didn't know really- <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. What, I didn't know why you were someone. I, you yes, were I was from the Fat Faggot show. That was uh, infamous television show. That well, he actually said, "He goes, oh, that 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 um that gay comedian's a judge," and I went, "Oh, is he gay?" <laughs> <laughs> I was just totally divorced. I know everyone. Th- like, do you know the worst thing about doing radio is people would think I was going to look like Joel Creasy because <laughs> I sound quite you know thin and camp, and then they see me, they're like, "Oh, he's had a lasagna." <laughs> Because you know how there's fat lasagna voice? Like when people put on weight, they like if you listen to Kyle and Jackie O, Kyle has put on weight to the point now where there's fat pushing on his larynx. <laughs> and so when Kyle talks to Jackie O, it's like that. Oh, Jackie, you can't do that. Oh, Jackie. I love fat voice. <laughs> and so when, when uh, Jackie O says, oh, don't, Kyle, it just means get off me. <laughs> it means stop rubbing pizza grease on me <laughs> from over there. <laughs> so I didn't know Adam. I knew he was a... Um, uh, no, some sort of vague celebrity, <laughs> and um, I'm, that that is still continuing to this day. <laughs> if if anything, you've gotten better at it. It's great. <laughs> You're vaguer. Um, and there was I'm not sure if I've said this. I was telling you about the other day, but I'm not sure if... This is a fucked up thing, is I don't know what conversations we've had that are recorded or not. (laughs) (laughs) We've had many conversations, both on and off. Yeah. So, um, there was this comedian, and it's, it's, it's quite a... It's an ongoing... Like, stand-up comedy in open mics, it's... It's just the same people. Oh, hi, how are you? It's good to see you. <laughs> Thelma's my biggest fan. <laughs> for those listening at home, that's one of the uh, now ongoing visual references here at the show podcast. <laughs> Every single live one we've done, there's been something that like requires explanation, but yeah. I'm not going to. Man, <laughs> that, that must have just like rocked your world when Mooney put his head out. You're just like, not again. <laughs> no more Mooney. Man. <laughs> and 
And um, so, yeah, in, in open mic rooms, that's where, you know, comedians go to practice and learn how to do comedy or learn how not to do comedy. Or we learn how to not do comedy in front of other people who can do comedy. Who yeah. want to make fun of them when they're not around. <laughs> but it's always the same. It's like the same sitcom. No matter where you go anywhere in the world, that they're just the characters are just played by different actors. Yeah, like there's always the the gross dude that just talks too much to you off stage. Yeah, and, and then there's a dude that's like he's going to be the next big thing, and he comes with his fully typed set list oh, of God, every yes. word, and he's got a tie on. But there's, <laughs> there's these same archetypes in, in open mic rooms around the world. And there was um, this guy on before me, and it was the first ever set I've ever done of comedy, and I was so stressed. Raw was your first set? Yeah, I took- oh, like that's the, bold. I took the day off work. I was, I was so stressed. <laughs> it was just like, I, I felt like this was it. Like, I felt like that I was going, my first game was the grand final. And See, when I first started, no one had jobs. It was the height of the recession. <laughs> so, we just used to sit around being unemployed going, I suppose we should do comedy and <laughs> earn some money for beer. <laughs> <laughs> Beer's not going to pay for themselves. <laughs> and um, so, this guy before me was... A notorious... I, I worked out later, and I, I've met him many times, but as different people, of the guy <laughs> that just does it for years and sort of just treads water. Yeah. And, and I got on, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't hear that guy's sex. I was so stressed out. And my opening line was, I don't mean to bring the mood down. And then I set upon, and this is the sign of the times, a scathing, a scathing two minutes on the crazy frog ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Just laid into it. And hey, hey, where's that crazy frog now, huh? <laughs> Job done. <laughs> Your next bolt. Um, and so I, he died, but yeah. I didn't know because I was like, tripping out so much backstage and he died so when I said I don't mean to bring the mood down <laughs> that was unknowingly a sweet sweet bird <laughs> to this guy and everyone started laughing and I couldn't work out why everyone was laughing. Did I was, it throw you that someone was laughing? Yes, because I'd planned. I knew where the first laugh that was still happens to be. when you see steel. <laughs> if only it would happen when you're on stage. Um, <laughs> oh God, you've got the home ground advantage here. I don't. I don't really care. And I just keep talking, laughter or not. And then afterwards, you came up to me and I go, oh, here's a, a, a vague celebrity coming to talk to me. This is awesome. Celebrity. I love that that's on the pantheon. There's A-list, B-list, C-list, vague. vague. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, oh, you know, really, you know, good job, good writing. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then you went to this other guy that was standing next to me that yeah. unknowingly burnt. And you just went, you should know better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think I know who that was. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because he'd been doing stand-up for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did this. I said the same thing to Woodbury once. <laughs> Woodbury did need it said <laughs> We were doing... Do you remember I used to judge that Sunday showdown thing that Dilruk used to host? Yep. And, you know, and we did it like Australian Idol style. So, there were three of us sitting on, you know, stools. People would do their five minutes of comedy and then we would 
would rag on them. Um, like, we would say very supportive and helpful things. And mostly it was really, you know, it was easy because they were really good and they didn't really need much said to them. But then Woodbury just turned up, I think, in his... I think physically he was still out at a nightclub. <laughs> but just he'd forgotten he had this appointment. <laughs> his, his bloodstream was definitely still out. <laughs> so, yeah, he just was... It was a mess. And I just... In front of everyone, I just went, oh, dude, you know better. <laughs> this is not appropriate. And he took your advice and look at him now. He's I know. Him. He's clean as a whistle. And he's uh, very, very hilarious. I should say, we're, we're simulcasting this year. Yeah. So, I should explain... We should, like, for the listeners of my podcast, Steel Wars, they're just like, what is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you still talking to some faggot? Oh. <laughs> like an actual one, as opposed to the other assholes that are normally on this show. Uh, the, 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 Why are still talking to this vague celebrity? <laughs> F-list. So, um, yeah, so I should just... So, this is the Shelf podcast that normally Justin Hamilton, who's yes. a very popular guest on our Star Wars podcast, and um, this is the, the verses. We're battling it out. Yeah, like a, like a comic book crossover. Yeah, and you guys, I, I, one of my favourite episodes was the one where you're just in the co- at All-Star Comics, just... <laughs> I know, we're such nerds. We did one in the comic shop. <laughs> like, but it was like... <laughs> a good comic shop. The best comic shop, All-Star Rules. They're yeah, so nice. It won, it won a, an, an award in America. It's so good. And it's here in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was... I, I almost thought that episode was like... You've gotten home and realised that you'd accidentally switched the recorder on. <laughs> and That's what the podcast meant to sound like. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I do it sometimes in the car. <laughs> so that, you know, you can get a real feel for what it's like to be in a car with me shouting at traffic. Because I don't realise I have driving Tourette's. Like, I don't notice it until I listen back to it that I'll be in the middle of talking to Justin and just go, Oh, you fucking idiot, get out of the way. She's a dickhead. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> I can just barrel on like it hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I did one a, a shelf inspired uh, mm-hmm. on the way I, I drove to Adelaide for the Adelaide Fringe. Yeah, and I did a Steel Wars in the car. Ooh, and because it's like a uh, how long a drive is like eight hours, nine yeah. hours, something. So I was like, I um, oh yeah, no, I need to just go to the airport and back. That's as far. I <laughs> know oh, it's not nine hours. It's, it's eight. 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 So I- <laughs> did you stop? Did you go to the toilet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was it a nine-hour podcast? <laughs> Close. With, with urine? <laughs> well, because I was... I- I was worried I was going to go mental in the car, just driving by myself. And I also, like, I was meant to work on my show, mm. like, my stand-up show on the way there. Oh, my God. And I just needed to do something to put that off, like, in the car. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I had to listen to recordings and, and stuff, and it's just, oh, man. So, do you do a lot of things in the car when you're meant to be actually driving? <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of, um, just then, a lot of swearing at other people on Punt Road. That was good. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. You live off Punt Road. Yeah. So, um, I put it out there on the Facebook, on the Steel Wars Facebook. I said, you know, if you've got questions mm. that you want us to answer, talk about Star Wars, and I'll, I'll do it on the way to Adelaide. And I, I, I cannot get over this, how good a time I had talking to myself <laughs> about Star Wars. <laughs> 
Adam, I am really entertaining. <laughs> Nobody interrupted you. No assholes poking you. And um, so I, 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 what I did, I had a str- like, you know, because you know when you record a podcast, hmm. you desperately like that. Those little bites on your little recorder are yeah. very precious. And so I would stop recording in between every question and yeah. then I'd read you know I'd, I'd read the next question so sometimes I'd, I'd pull over at a petrol station read the next question then drive out and keep yeah. driving and so though it was all recorded in different little portions so I yes. was like when I started putting it together when I was in Adelaide I was like oh hopefully this gets to you know it's an hour and that can be this week's episode yeah. Two and a half hours. Oh, Jesus Christ. You spoke to yourself for two and a half hours. Yeah. Like a DJ at a radio station. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing about working in radio is your boss is always someone that was a DJ and then they kind of went up through the ranks to become the boss of the radio station. And there is a special kind of pathology to sitting in a room for three or four hours playing music and talking to people who aren't there that makes them... A little bit emotionally stunted. <laughs> so that when they're telling you how shit you are at your job, it's it kind of feels like... You feel like they don't mean it, but also they don't care. It's like, yeah, that was terrible, Adam. You did a really bad job today. Anyway, uh, we're going to pump out 50 more minutes of music. <laughs> what is happening? The, um, but the thing is, it wasn't like being a DJ by myself, but I have found... I've done some research about mm. show business, and apparently when you broadcast from somewhere else into a car... You get paid a shitload more than just doing it in the car. That is that is true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got to Adelaide and I checked my bank balance and I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah, no. And someone in another car would have to have been listening to it <sighs> and be paying. Like, so I think someone has to do some advertising. That's where the money comes from. Oh, really? Yeah. I just thought there was this like radio... Money. Yeah, that's the ABC, but there's not much of it. <laughs> <laughs> like $8, they share it. <laughs> they just share it around. So, I wanted to talk to you about, like, Star Wars things that are kind of embarrassing, that I personally love. Yeah. For instance, that fucking disco Star Wars song that was playing when you walked in. The video clip for that is phenomenal. <laughs> And the funnest thing about about Star Wars and, and YouTube and stuff is there's so much stuff that you haven't seen. Like, yeah. like I like if there's a new thing like that Christopher Pine thing. Have you seen that? No. Which one's that? You know the Christopher Pine the fixer. Yeah. You oh, know? the I thought you meant Christopher Pine from Star Trek. I'm like, we're going way off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the actor that plays Kirk in the new movies. <laughs> Um, oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, like so, that stuff. Like it, it just goes. You know, I get it on my wall. Yeah. You know, like twenty times in the first day because everyone's like, "Oh, it's still yeah. like this." And um, but then there's like things like that that are back in the seventies, <laughs> which you, you know, it's very hard. Yeah, you, know, you haven't seen them all, but like when you get a new one like that. Like I was on Pun Road just then, and I was just like having. You were, you were watching YouTube in. The oh, car. I thought I was back to Meredith. <laughs> it was fucked up. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I was just like <laughs> the dancing Darth Vader's, <laughs> but like the costume's so fucked. It's like we don't want to breach copyright. <laughs> We're doing the music, but not the costume. Yeah, it's like they they, they shelled out like twenty five bucks at Toys R Us <laughs> just for the rubber band mask and stuff, and it's then they're sort so of like doing aerobics to it. Yes, it is weird. Yeah, that but that was at a time when there was only one Star Wars movie. Like I I remember that time. 
I'm that old. <laughs> and there was the only other thing other than the one Star Wars movie was the Star Wars holiday special <laughs> with, with B. Arthur singing a song in the cantina. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about the end where um, Carrie Fisher just like sings a song yes. to the theme of Star Wars? <laughs> I know. It's the most bad shit. And it goes for like 90 minutes. Yeah. It's about oh. as long as the movie itself. <laughs> yeah. So the Wookiees all like it's their Christmas or their, their Thanksgiving, their life day, day yeah. their life day. And then... Then it was their non-denominational celebration day. <laughs> imagine, imagine the fury at Wookie like primary school when they, you know, oh, we're not allowed to celebrate Life Day anymore. That is. <laughs> oh, the Ewoks have taken it too far. And um, so at the end, they sort of just trip out, and then they all just walk through space yeah. into a star. And then once they get into the star, they're in a cave and they've all got like red cloaks on. I, it's very peculiar. And then Carrie Fisher busts out a song <laughs> about loving your family, but to the Star Wars theme. The irony being that she hated her parents so much of her life. <laughs> <laughs> you can just see the coke drizzle out of the nose. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really, it's distressing. That, that's, do, do if, I, if, if only you were on the set to pull Woodbury and go, you should know better, Carrie. <laughs> She wouldn't have heard me either. <laughs> I would have told her that. <laughs> but I was seven when it <laughs> when that came out. I watched that on TV when it was on. It I was fucking loved it. It was on my birthday. <laughs> it was on really? January 15th. And when I was a little kid, and I remember going up, like we had another TV in our bungalow, and, we went up and like they said, oh, this is, it was on at two o'clock. Yeah. Like I remember... I, I could I, I could not believe it. Like it was on was my that a birthday, repeat or was that the the real one? Oh, I don't know. Because I remember the real one being on prime time. No, it was on at night time. No, this was on. Um, this was just on the. It was two o'clock in the afternoon, right. and I thought that my parents had organised it <laughs> for your birthday. Yeah. So I, I was just I was just hugging them extra hard, and um, yeah, I just. I don't know, when you're young, you just think that. I remember going yeah. the um, going to see um, Xanadu at the... Um, yeah, at that was a disappointment. <laughs> Even at the age of eight. <laughs> man, it's a bad movie when a gay man's not impressed by Olivia Newton-John on roller skates. <laughs> My grandmother took me to see You Can't Stop the Music, the Village People movie, and I loved that, although there were boobs in it that was confronting. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought, why are there boobs in this? It's mostly about men dancing. <laughs> but yeah, Xanadu, I was like, uh, uh, like I had the same response to Xanadu as I did to Tron, which is like, I really wanted to love it because it looked like it was amazing. And, it, you know, I had amazing things happening in it. But then you get to the end of it and you go, I don't actually know what happened. And like kids can pick up a story pretty quickly, but I just was like, nah. Yeah, I no remember idea. what happens at the end of the Tron. At the end of Tron, they go and visit David Warner in the big Tron castle. I don't oh, know. <laughs> that's right. But anyway, so we went and saw Xanadu in Frankston, and I didn't get that it was a movie. And I was like, oh, fuck. Olivia Newton-John in Frankston. <laughs> 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 All right. You thought she was going to be skating. Yeah. <laughs> at the Frankston roller rink <laughs> with Gene Kelly. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, but uh, 
I don't know the. What is this giant television, Mum? Where's the living in the shop? <laughs> I used to think the TV shows were uh, like I used to love watching like Cop Shop and stuff like that when I was little, and I used to think, what what happens when they get sick? Because I thought they were live. Like, <laughs> I thought like I knew it was TV, but I thought they did it live all the time, and so I was like, oh, what happens if they've got a cold? What do they do? <laughs> They get Adam Richard to come out and say, <laughs> he can't speak today. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, JJ's not here. He can't solve any crimes. The, um, what about, he's saying embarrassing things. Mm. Like, I guess the Jar Jar Binks, isn't that the most embarrassing thing about Star Wars? That was a, you should have known better moment. <laughs> like, why didn't someone just say to George Lucas, what the fuck are you doing? Or is it because he was so gigantically scary and starting to actually look like Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> they were afraid that, you know, his jowls were going to eat them. Me naba Jar Jar. Like, yeah, Jar Jar was stupid. And, and I guess that was in the film. Like, all the other shit stuff were kind of outside of the movies a bit. Like, even the Ewoks were kind of, you know, fun. Except maybe Caravan of Courage. Wait, wait. <laughs> By fun, do you mean the best thing ever? Um, yes, yeah, still. <laughs> They're the best thing ever. Dude, I, no, I loved them when I was a kid. The but, Ewoks are so good. Yeah, but Caravan of Courage really hurt me. <laughs> Star Cruiser. <laughs> I just, it was that, like, I was, when I saw Return of the Jedi, I think I was like 13, 12 or 13, so still excited about that stuff. And then Caravan of Courage is when I was at that age where anything... Like, can I, I could have explain, like, I like how you say I was still excited about that stuff. You record a podcast in a comic book shop, Adam. Yeah, I know. You're, oh, no, I you're love it still all now. excited about that I'm, stuff. No, I've gone back to there. But you know when you go through that period of adolescence, like 15, 16 years old, where if everyone likes something, it's shit. Oh, yeah. So, you were getting into that period where you had to pretend you like girls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think part of the reason I became gay was because everyone else wasn't. (laughs) Everyone's into girls. I totally hate girls. That's a cock. Whatever. (laughs) I may have just rebelled myself into homosexuality. (laughs) And on my feed, people are listening going, talk about Star Wars again. (laughs) This is not the ignited lightsaber I was looking for. (laughs) Do you know? Is this where you wanted to take it? No, no. (laughs) Like, now this is something I've thought for a long time. Like, I do stand up about... Darth Vader being gay and and how you know because he's wearing all leather like the village you're people. kind of dressed like a gay Darth Vader today I know I've black. just forgotten all my buttons <laughs> I ate them um, but I like if, if, you, if you had any more thinning black clothes on you'd invert <laughs> <laughs> this was kind of an accident I don't know how this I just have so many dark clothes I just I run, I'm at the end of my washing pile <laughs> oh it's tough during comedy festival oh, it isn't it it is because you go to wash things and I've got a front loader it takes about four days yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cleaning socks on a need-to-wear basis. <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> I just wear these clothes in the shower and then hang them up to dry. <laughs> Peel them off as I'm cleaning myself. <laughs> um, no, I kind of... Uh, I, I, oh, I did, did I ever tell you about the time I did stand-up? And at the, I was at the Comics Lounge doing my bit about Darth Vader being gay and some guy in the audience is like, Hey! 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 Like... <laughs> 
Like I was maligning someone real. <laughs> like I was, I was implying that you know his best friend was a homosexual, and that was a terrible thing. But it was what. He probably was. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. The 501st, a, 501st. a huge legion of homophobes. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> <laughs> the Star Wars homophobe legion. <laughs> no, but like I was talking about that. And, and I, but when I think about it now, the weird. When Ben and Darth Vader first meet in that first movie, there is like a weird sexual tension. There's there is. Not. There is. <laughs> It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I am the master. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that means he's now a bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's kind of like a... And then when you see the prequel ones and you go, oh, okay, right. So, Qui-Gon, like, inducted <laughs> Ben into the... <laughs> and then he inducted Anakin. It just seems like they're grooming each other. <laughs> I've taken this somewhere very horrible, haven't I? Yeah. The most in- the most embarrassing thing about Star Wars is now you. <laughs> but no, when I was a kid, Darth Vader was my favourite. I loved him. I, I was I found Return of the Jedi to be a profoundly disturbing and upsetting movie. Really? Because I was Luke Skywalker all the way. Does that really? is that is that, is that like does that make a lot of sense? <laughs> Don't you reckon that's Look at perfect? you in your, in your light-coloured hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> and here's me in my scary black evilness. <laughs> now let's get our lightsabers out and hit one another. <laughs> <laughs> Petrified to find out that Adam Richard's my dad. That is. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. I didn't think you people could have children. <laughs> That's why he cut his hand off. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't even know what that meant, and you found that disgusting. (laughs) That's because you've established your character. (laughs) (laughs) And it's disgusting. You, you know you know when I said that you didn't want me to have you on your podcast because I was going to talk about people putting lightsabers up their bum. Turns out you were right. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I know you, I said you that. said that about what you apparently what I said, and I was like, no, I was just I was, I was saving you for the comedy festival, and then you booked yourself so you oh, couldn't yeah, even sorry. do it. Well, um, we're doing it now. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I did become disgusted. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to make Star Wars putrid Because no one has sex in Star Wars Like they they have children But there's no Like there was more sexual tension between Ben and Darth Vader Than there was between (laughs) Natalie Portman and Fuckface (laughs) (laughs) But there's those bits in um, Attack of the Clones Where they're sleeping over at that nice uh, resort in, in Italy Anyone who's been to a nice resort and stayed in a hotel knows that you never have sex. You're too- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. 
With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Too exhausted from seeing all the sights at the end of the day. It's like, nah, maybe in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. They must have then. That's what. Well, I'm- they must. They must have. But he doesn't seem. He doesn't seem that into her. I think that was a failure on in casting more than anything else. He's not the best actress <laughs> <laughs> in the world. He's not the best actress. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, the, um, but what about, um, yeah, they must, like, this is the thing with, with, with Padme, like, she's like saying that, you know, we can't hook up and all this. Mm. And then they have this fireside dinner and she's just in this tiny, like, like leather outfit, like. I was ready to leave the Jedi Order in the cinema. <laughs> it was insane. It was such a good outfit. See, I never saw that. I just went, oh, God, why? There's, there's only ever one woman in any of these movies, and they always dress like a complete slut. <laughs> like Princess Leia, when she's in the slave girl outfit, it's like, Woo! like it. That wasn't her call. No, it wasn't. You know, it was someone's call. Also, in Empire, like she's she's having all that sexual tension with with Harrison Ford, and they're like it's it works and it's really good, and and you know, there's almost kissing, and then there is actual kissing, and it's kind of exciting. And the, I never felt any of that in the other three movies. There was no like I was just like, are they gonna? Oh, of course what, they're gonna because they have kids in about three movies time. What other? Th- <laughs> What other three movies are you talking about? The first three. You know, the first three that are now the second three. You know. One, two, and three. One, two, and three. Those so, oh, three. Oh, the prequels. Yeah. Okay. I, I always speak about them in really disdainful terms. Oh, I'm man, sorry. this podcast has turned into Back to the Future Part 2. It's <laughs> <laughs> jumping around the timelines. <laughs> but no, I really like the sexual tension between Han Solo and Princess Leia. Like, it's really good. Mm. And then that's what... I kind of was hoping for, I think, with with Padme and Anakin, but it just... I think because it started off, he was a kid and she was grown up, and I was just like, I don't really want to know where this goes. Yeah. I'm disturbed by this already, and it hasn't started. Yeah, because when you hear, like, you know, people, and, and no offence to everyone that is listening, but when people marry their high school sweethearts, yeah. it's just like, oh. It's, especially if they were the teacher. <laughs> It's like Mary Kay Latorno all over again. <laughs> I don't get that reference, nor do I want to. No, she was like a teacher and she hooked up with like a 13-year-old kid and then had his baby. There was a made-for-TV movie on the other week. It was awesome. It's terrible. But <laughs> wow. And Rena Owen from Once Were Warriors played the mum of the kid. <laughs> she went to jail. She went to jail. And then hooked up with him. Yeah. Yeah, she got out of jail, hooked up with him, had another kid, went back to jail. And he was like 13. He still wasn't old enough. Yeah. She got out of jail. Yeah. 
See, everyone knows Mary Kay Latorno. <laughs> <laughs> God. He was like six foot tall at 13. Like, he was terrifying. Well, the only thing more disturbing than that story is how passionately this dude recounted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mary Kay! <laughs> but the, I kind of got that weird vibe from, from that first movie. Yeah, well, they shouldn't... After I got through the trade embargoes. I, I've... I've <laughs> <laughs> They, they never should have started Anakin that young. No. It should have been the same. I, I, I've got, like, like, like a few issues with, light issues with OCD and stuff. And <laughs> I like my Star Wars. I like them in a set of three. Yes. And I like them all to be in that, like, sort of two years apart time frame that they all, like, in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And then when they did that one and then bounced ten years. Yeah. Like, oh, man. my God. Horrible. Right. No, nah, no, no good. And the, um, yeah, they just, they just should have shifted like everything forward two years. Like they should have, um, like he should have been sixteen or something to begin. Yeah, and 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 Darth, he should have become Darth Vader at the end of uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, and then you'd see. Like just to see, like to see Vader back just crushing in Revenge of the Sith. That's a Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I love Darth Vader. I know there wasn't enough. I've been playing Darth Vader pinball at home on my PlayStation. It's very <laughs> <laughs> the um and and so you're stinging for Darth Vader at the end of Revenge of the Sith, and then it's so excited to see him. like that that shot. Which was the trailer and also the end of the movie. Yeah, but it was brilliant. Like yeah. it was like the way the, the, the smoke worked and then the um like the breathing kicked in. Yeah. That was a masterful piece of it, it almost didn't seem like like the cinematography didn't seem Star Wars. It seemed from something else, like a a really good new razor from Gillette or something. <laughs> like <laughs> It it does feel like though those first three movies that are the second load of three movies that all of them are just leading up to that one moment. It's like George Lucas has gone. Oh, I've had this great idea for when he just stands up. Now, how am I going to milk money out of people for seven years before that? <laughs> <laughs> the but then yeah, so you're so happy to see him. You're like, oh my god, Darth Vader is in this film. That's amazing. Yeah. And then. They ruin your 20 seconds of joy with that horrible... Yeah. And then they're like, oh, if you didn't like that, you're going to hate it even more once I put it at the end of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, don't stop doing... Like, it's, I find it cheating when people... Like, it's so good when a, a sequel or a prequel to a film calls back really nicely to something yeah. in a previous film. But it's cheating... Like it's like it's cheating when you then go back and then edit in that callback. Yeah. Like like you know when the comedians on stage and they're like, "Oh, that was a callback to a joke I forgot to do." <laughs> <laughs> well, you had thirty years to forget to do it, Lucas. It, yeah, I don't I don't like the re-edited old ones. Like I I still have a VHS player for the times I want to watch stuff. Really? Yeah, I've still got them all on tapes. Nice. It's I mean they're blurry. 
It is amazing seeing them that clear, though. Like, when you watch yeah. the Blu-ray, just, like, when you watch a scene that hasn't had anything actually added to it. But that's like 30 seconds in the second one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the credits are amazing. <laughs> it is, because you've watched it so many times, it, it is, I, f- I find it quite breathtaking, just, like, the first time you watch it super clear, you just like, yeah. or even, um... Further back, when because we you know we sort of grew up watching the just the video higher versions, yeah, or on TV just with the edges cropped out, yeah. Well, the video higher versions were like that as yeah. well. And then when they brought out the letterbox, <gasps> and and that was really so excited, but that was controversial in. I guess it would be the, the early 90s or something because people were just like, oh, mate, you're not getting enough TV because like, the tops and bottoms are well, black. Well, they had both. You could get both at the same time. Like, yeah. They had like the letterbox one had a big picture of it on the front. It's like, don't buy this by accident, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... And, and TVs were so small then yeah, and, and round that, it, that you were... Sacri- you had to really get really up close to the TV to get that you know, cinema. But, then, you but know, then, but then you'd see extra. There'd be extra things in the corner. Yeah, like in Return of the Jedi, like like Dengar and Bosk and that are there. Like the bounty hunters, and it's just like, it's just it was so cool. Just like, oh my god, there's another like twenty percent of the film to watch now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just focused on that edge for two hours. Okay, I'm going to watch the left edge first. <laughs> I'm going to rewind it and then watch the right edge. <laughs> but I kind of like, you know, people are like, oh, how could you watch TV like that with, you know, the letterbox thing? And now we watch television on our phones. Like people watch TV on their phones just holding it up to your eye like this. So it's, I liked it better. I got, <laughs> I reversed days. that. I reversed that. And mm. I, the other day did, you know, the phone, the FaceTime. Yeah. With uh, Jackie in America on the plasma. Get out! It was... I was in the fucking future. It was awesome. (laughs) No, that's all you wanted in the future on the Jetsons and stuff, is just to have a TV, like a video thing, and I put it on the plasma. I'm like, that's it, we're fucking here. That's it. I've got to start looking forward to new things. Did you do what I do, which is make yourself the big picture and her the small one? put my boyfriend down in the corner I'm like yeah anyway honey what's up what's going on hi this I'm on TV a lot I'm used to it okay the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but when I during my call like no one came in and said nah that's not as good as previous calls and cancelled it <laughs> so um <laughs> <laughs> the joke about how I replaced all those cunts on Spicks and Spicks. <laughs> Temporarily <hated> replaced. <laughs> Everyone hated it. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the flipping of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> this is so... Because Reese Nicholson on the pod, on I Love Gringo Letters <laughs> was saying how... Oh, you know how you flip it around... You know, so you see yourself when you masturbate, not your the partner. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, Reese, you know, people use Skype for other things as well. <laughs> like, I'm not sure what you think is happening when people are overseas and they go, oh, I've got to Skype my mum. <laughs> I don't think I've ever used it for that. I can guarantee you I haven't. <laughs> it's the future. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> 
We live in the future. <laughs> His helmet is shaped like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Miss a podcast gone bomber. <laughs> No buys, no buys. <laughs> were you were you disappointed when they cast Brian Blessed in Star Wars? Because like, because he's such a so associated with how camp that Flash Gordon is. Nah, nah. I don't know. He was, I, he was um the Gungan. Yeah, he was Boss Nass. Yeah, he was Jar Jar's boss too. Why do he look so different though? He was like a total other creature. He looked nothing like Jar Jar. He's really fat. <laughs> and they just They had to paint around him <laughs> With digital technology The biggest threat to Gungan culture is diabetes <laughs> <laughs> Type 2 um, But yeah Because I, when I heard that he was in it I was like Oh really? Like he's already Like I don't know I find it weird when Because it happens on TV a lot Where so they'll get someone from Star Trek To go into Stargate Because they figure someone might watch it mm. And that kind of thing And you, I just kind of go Oh he's so I don't know. He's so recognisable in Flash Gordon that it kind of feels like a. It feels like it was trying to make Star Wars tacky. Like I mean, Jar Jar did that by himself. But <laughs> <laughs> the um, I, yeah, I don't like. Like I, I like that they cast like unknown people, especially for the yeah. main roles, because people like like John Boyega, who's um. In the film, and he was in Attack of the Block, and people are going, "You got to watch this film; yeah, yeah, it's yeah. amazing." And I'm like, "No, because I want, like, I don't want any like baggage from any other film. Like, I'll watch it afterwards." After so, I what's see his th- face from Girls? Is that going to upset you? No, because I haven't seen it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, um, but Jackie, Jackie thinks says he's really good. She loves that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really, but he's quite revolting at times. <laughs> and Coming from often, you And he's often naked And there's no nudity in Star Wars Unless you're a girl Unless you're a girl Oh, and that's just if a monster attacks you And Mark, most of your costume falls away Strategically <laughs> The um, What did you think of the, the teaser, Adam? I really enjoyed it Like it's, you know I like J.J. Abrams I liked the new Star Trek I liked I liked Mission Impossible 3 Oh, I tell you what, this is one thing I d- about JJ that that does slightly bug me. He tends to like reuse concepts again. Oh yeah, like the he's like a stand-up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> he's the crazy frog ringtone of directors. Um, the um, like there was that thing in Mission Impossible where I think it was. Kerry Russell, yeah, yeah, television's yeah. Felicity. Um, she had you thought she died and she choked up water and it was exactly sort of like is it Charlie from Lost there was almost the, the a note for note scene yeah. from when Charlie was out in the jungle one episode and, and did the exact same thing but um, I think I had this I, I got the impression he kind of JJ worked on the first couple of episodes of Lost and then wandered off to do other things <laughs> Well, that other guy was on. It was Damien 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 Lindelof. Lindelof, He he was on both as well. Oh, yeah. He definitely wandered off. (laughs) (laughs) He'd wandered off long after the first couple of episodes. He uh, he said, um, 
oh no uh, are you coming into the office today and they're like no no I'm working on uh, other projects <laughs> and they're like oh others okay we'll use that thanks <laughs> JJ's a genius <laughs> it was a long way around to get to that <laughs> holy shit uh, um, the um, so I had this I had this um, r- like revelation yesterday I was um <laughs> she's had to take a call. Okay. She's a doctor or a drug dealer or something. <laughs> Very important. I'm listening to a podcast, Fleety. Um <laughs> The I hope Fleety's not gonna want to get paid for this podcast. Oh. Not even here. <laughs> <laughs> now um so I had this I had this this thought it's sort of worrying but it's very exciting people like in Star Trek I was listening to this podcast and I was sort of talking about J.J. Abrams and how there's like people in Star Trek Mm. they like traditionalists are kind of angry at J.J. because he he sort of made the original series null and void with all that time travelling no it's inclusive see I'm the other way around I'm the one where it goes you watch all the other one and then Spock goes back and so all of that happened, and this is now an alternate timeline because he's interfered. Yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet brag. That is. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only room in Australia where people will be like, "Oh, ooh, yeah." <laughs> About four months ago, I posted a thing of Gene Roddenberry's Star Trek versus JJ's Star Trek. Yeah. Oh my, that sounds like fun. Sorry. Oh my God. That sounds like the Adam Richard of Facebook pages. <laughs> oh, really? I have no idea what you're talking about. The, oh, the bridge, like the the Enterprise D was the one in Star Trek, the next generation. And the bridge is like the one with all this like handcrafted wooden um, shit everywhere. And they it's saved really nice. it. Yeah. Are they putting it to back together in LA? Yes. I've met those people and <laughs> at, at, at Comic-Con. So, can't hang any more shit on you. Um, I've been moderating that See, I really, I really liked them. Oh, like, I'm a more, I'm more of a next gen. Like, you know, I like the old Star Treks, but I kind of only really watched all of them when they came out on Blu-ray, which was a mistake because you can, you can see that where the ears are glued on. <laughs> but didn't they go back and re-release them all like, like with new effects? And yeah, stuff? they had new effects, but they couldn't fix up the maker. <laughs> the makeup had been designed to watch on a TV this big, in black and white. You can still see Quark's blue tack. <laughs> oh no, that's the new ones. No, like the old old ones, like the sixties ones. Oh, okay. They are, yeah. They they <laughs> they just look really ropey. It's like you know, Uhura wander in and you go, "Is half of her costume falling off? <laughs> like her dress isn't quite sewn up." <laughs> but because of on the t- on TV in the old days, like yeah, yeah, we don't need like a whole set. Just paint like some lights. Yeah, people yeah. will think it's a wall. <laughs> it looks hilarious. But my thing is that I think that 
we've got to brace ourselves as Star Wars fans because I For the- I think he's going to do something. I think the film's going to be great, but yeah. I think he's going to do something that is going to split. Oh like yeah, the, the fandom down the middle. I think like, there's going to be some know- sort of. There's going to be some sort of. I have no idea what it is. I have no. I have. I dear God, I do not want to know what it is. But I think he's going to make his mark and do yeah, something yeah, yeah. towards the end of that film. I, that I, is I don't going think it's going to happen towards the end. I reckon it'll be about a third of the way through. And you and you'll be sitting there for the next hour, going, "I don't know if I hate this." <laughs> <laughs> You're just be going, "Is this?" I mean, it, they're all all the, all the Star Wars people and things are in it, but what? Are, oh, I don't know if I like it. I just don't know how my like. I feel like I'm going to have to go into like training, like like start like going to the gym with Cody or something, just to prepare my body <laughs> to withstand. <laughs> The pressures of watching this film. Like, I feel like it's going to tear me. Like, I feel like I'm going to have to, like, gaffer my. No, you know what you need to do is go in one of those immersion tanks where you have sensory deprivation. I've got a voucher for one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon you need to do that for, like, a week before you see it. And then when you come out, you'll think you're hallucinating anyway. So, whatever mm. happens, <laughs> it won't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got a voucher for it. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use it. Jackie got it for me for my birthday. I'm going to use go. it after, um, after the comedy festival. I, I, I honestly, cause, because J.J. Abrams is quite a visionary director, I think it will be... Something will happen that will upset everyone. But I... Because I reckon if they wanted to just continue it on, you know, and just make everyone happy but slightly disappointed, they should have got someone like Joe Johnson, who I think is an amazing director. But, you know, he's done things... Like, he did, like, Jurassic Park 3, which I actually... He did Winter Soldier as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, he did the first Captain America, not the Winter Soldier. He oh, did the, really? the one in the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I think he's a really good director, but he would not, you know, try to stamp it with his own thing. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll make a movie, whatever. He's Whereas JJ's going to be there with his fucking lens flares for yeah. everyone out. The, um, <laughs> just so you know, in the gay community, lens flare has a totally different meaning. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about aperture... Uh, <laughs> That's what, yeah. That's when you say, close your eyes. Why? You got to watch out for the lens for it. Mind your eyes. <laughs> lens flare time, everyone. Uh, the we- um, yeah. I think he's definitely going to do something that's going to, uh, yeah, really. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm so excited for it. What the- about the rumor about Tom Cruise? No, 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 Tom Cruise. You don't believe it or you don't want to believe it? There's no way. Like, there's there's no way. I, um... Like, if, if, if you want to put a, like, a Stormtrooper helmet on or something like that, bang, go for it. Yeah. Do it. Like, I think, um, I've, I've heard that, um... Is, it da- is Daniel Craig, is that his name? 007? Yeah. James Bond? Apparently, he's a Stormtrooper. He's... <laughs> He is pretty short for a stormtrooper. <laughs> well, there is that one in the teaser. He's, yeah. he's about half a foot shorter than everyone. The um, yeah. So I'm into that stuff, but not. You can't put you, like Tom Cruise because wasn't that the talk that after the after the door of the Millennium Falcon fell on Harrison Ford, they went, oh, we have to write him more for Tom Cruise to do. No, that was that was what I heard. We should go. We're uh, running swiftly out of time. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Joking. This is like a 14-hour slot. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> what, um... The... So, are you going to go see it at midnight? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Are you going to come live podcast afterwards? Okay. I reckon that'll be... <laughs> This is going to be your dream because I'm just going to be like there stunned and it's going to be... I'll take over. Yeah, no, no. But you're just going to be able to have like free shots at me and I'll just be there like... How good was it when Tom Cruise gave the Star Trooper a coffee? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call them Star Troopers the whole time to piss them off. It'll be like um, in Planet of the Apes, you'll be Charlton Heston and I'll be the dude that got lobotomized on the podcast. <laughs> but it's so exciting. I'm, uh, it is really exciting. But it's like, are you worried that it's going to be, it's taking so long that, you know, you're going to be overhyped before it happens and that it can't be anything but disappointing? I don't know. Because I, I felt that with Phantom Menace, that there was so much hype and it was so... Like, you know, that ridiculous piece of music by John Williams was in the charts, for fuck's sake. Because people just wanted to see the video clip on Channel V. <laughs> you like that? I loved it. I was, I was bang up for Darth Maul. I did not like that he was gone after that. The... Um well, that, that double-ended sable was a dream come true. Um, <laughs> I don't like the one with the extra pointy bits at the end. That looks uncomfortable. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I can't... I, it's good. I, I don't know. I think... Oh, I am worried about the actual day. Yes. Like, I am... Like, I don't... Like, I actually... I am worried about, like, if... Someone sees it and spoils it. No, just if my body can handle... Like, I feel like I'm going to faint. You know, you watch movies with your stomach. <laughs> like, it comes in your eyes. No, but just the whole experience. I, I swear to God, when I saw Attack of the Clones, at the end where, um, like, Yoda rocked up with all the clones. Yeah. The, 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 the Star Troopers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... And he and from then from then on in the film, and then they save all the Jedi, and then when Yoda fought, like I I, I was standing unknowingly in the cinema watching, like oh, I was wow. I was like I was like this, <laughs> and afterwards Dempsey's just like, oh that was hilarious, you were standing for forty five minutes with your mouth open, that's hilarious, yeah, that sounds like a huge night out with Adam Richard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No one's standing. <laughs> but um, I, I, I felt in my body this euphoria, mm. like this adrenaline that was like my body was generating that I, if technically if the police caught me with it, I should be locked up. Like <laughs> I, 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 I just had this, like my body was generating like illegal drug levels of excitement. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. amazing. And I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, con- like, I'm concerned and excited. And You might need to take some beta blockers before the movie. Just a couple of pills. <laughs> we have to leave. Oh, okay, we- cool. Thanks very much for having us. It was awesome. No, thank you for having me. To you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to hear more, I, I'm, I'm trying to be professional for my listeners around oh, okay. the world. But, yeah, so Adam and Justin normally, and they just, they just talk about their... 
their life in, we, on the podcast. No, normally we bitch about things that are happening in comics that we don't agree with. Um, I yell at traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, Justin gets angry about things that really no one has a right to even care about. Let's not be angry about <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's the shelf. And then if you listen to the shelf and you want to hear more blithering about Star Wars, listen to Steel Wars. And you've got to go back and listen. If you are a shelf listener and you haven't heard Justin on, on Steel Wars, he is very, very passionate about Boba Fett getting out of the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> <laughs> He's very passionate about the punch of the Sarlacc. Um... I don't know you. I got f- no. My though the shelf just peters out. There's no end. It doesn't stop. Oh, okay. So now the music's like yeah. The music come in and we've faded out ages ago. Yeah. That terrible thing that Scott Brennan wrote for us. It's awful. Okay. I'm not going to play it. It's playing now. It is. Yeah, but but people can't hear it because I faded out ages ago. I'm just going to leave him there. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming, everybody. Cheers, you guys. Uh, we're doing another Talking Puffy podcast on the 19th of April, which uh, Justin also won't be at because he hates the last Sunday of the festival <laughs> and he's allergic to it. So, uh, yeah, if you want to come and see Talking Puffy, it's revolting. Everything I said in this was quite mild. We ended up talking about prolapse porn last night. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> Thelma's running over to line up right now. <laughs> um, and still, you're doing... Uh, I'm doing my stand-up show, Bittersweet, 9 o'clock Thursdays to Sundays. It's about uh, cats, comedy, and romance. Oh. And then my other podcast, I Love Green Guide Letters, this week... Uh, oh, about to go up. It's a landmark episode. The one... <laughs> The libelous, the most libelous one ever. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, there's, there's a 20 minute secret section and it's about 87 Mr. Blacks, but it's Lawrence Mooney, Greg Fleet, and Fiona O'Loughlin. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, You're an idiot. Why would, you, why would you put those three people in the same room and record it? I was before, I was, I was like, oh, I've put together a real dream team now. Oh, my God. And then, and then mid podcast, I'm like, this is the nightmare team. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be up now when, I guess when this that'll is That'll be up. like the Wrath of Khan. Like, that'll be the night of the ego freakers. <laughs> oh my God. It was, it was insane. So if you want to, um, find out, or actually, if you want to not find out who Lawrence Mooney threatened to shoot in the face in a quarry. <laughs> A very prominent uh, show business identity. Uh, listen to I Love Green Guide Letters. It's uh, it's free on iTunes oh, yes. and on the internet. <laughs> and obviously, Steel Wars you're doing live as well. Yeah, every Sunday. So, we've got two more left. Cool. Yeah. So, rush along and see those. You just Google them. <laughs> uh, I'm on next door doing hashtag FGT from Tuesday to Sunday. Tonight, I'll be at the shelf at the top in town. There may be a ticket on the door. Uh, or you can go down to Spleen where it's free. Plenty of, there's too much comedy on. We've got to get rid of it. We've got to stop it. Let's have an let's have an existentialist crisis festival. That'll be much better. <laughs> <laughs> Although, having seen half the show, some of them are that. See you, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, Apes. You're Thanks awesome. So much. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.